breaking news. A grand jury in Manhattan has voted to indict former President Donald Trump. According to multiple reports, it's never happened before in American history that a current or former president faces criminal charges. TMJ Force Charles Benson joins us. Charles, we thought this would be coming. We weren't exactly sure in the yeah. timeline. Some thought last week, but here we are today with these reports. So what's next? Walk us through the next phase of this entire process. So what's next is really what will the former president do? Will he voluntarily turn himself in? And people think that's the likely scenario versus being arrested somewhere. So I think people are going to watch how that unfolds. And then like anyone else in this situation, they would have that mugshot and the fingerprints. And then you go through the process of the legal system, you know, being arraigned and sort of the court proceedings. So it will all fall into what is normally done in a situation like this, but what is not normal is that it involves a former president. And so that's what makes this such a stunning moment, an unprecedented moment, and one that will be watched closely through this partisan divide that we are now in this country. And so I think uh, you'll hear from people who are adamantly uh, think that this is a um, prosecutor who has done something very political and others who will look at it and say, look, no one is above the law. So I think given where this country is and how politically divided we are, it will be largely viewed this process through that lens. Charles, how do you think this indictment will affect the presidential race? So that's what's interesting. And the only thing we have is some uh, polling done by Marquette University, Charles Franklin. Now, this poll was not a uh, state poll. It was a national poll that came out a few days ago. And when Republicans uh, were asked who are they are supporting now in this process, and there was just a long list of potential candidates, Donald Trump was number one at 40 percent in this national poll. The number two was Ron DeSantis, uh, the governor out of Florida. And the perception is that DeSantis office offers the biggest challenge to Donald Trump's effort to try to win this nomination back. But what's interesting in this poll is that when the two names were just on there, Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis, that's where DeSantis is seen as by uh, he is ahead of Trump on this at 54 percent versus 46. So. In a Republican primary, uh, this will have a different take on it versus anybody who's looking at it and who could win in 2024. So I think as this unfolds, how does this look within the court system and uh, as there is expectation, there's other legal trouble ahead for the former president on other investigations. So does it create a snowball effect for him? But as we have seen with Donald Trump, in a number of high-profile cases, high-profile sto- stories that would be largely negative, he has found a way to survive these and actually found a way to sort of win people over as a result of these high-profile negative cases. You know, Charles, I would say ordinarily the, the sight of a former president who is, you know, trying to seek nomination for another term in handcuffs is a bad thing. But then it's Donald Trump. And I like like he could make a big scene out of it, maybe pandering to his fan base and, and ultimately helping him down the road. Yeah, you used a key word there, ordinary. And this has not been the case in all the times that I've had a chance to either interview the former president or, you know, been at his rallies. He never sees himself as um, someone who has been 
hit hard by something either through the opposition or some through something uh, in the legal field. He, he, he's always found a way to rally people to his side when the odds seem the most stacked against him. And he's been very skillful in doing that, in bringing people into his base and onto his side, even when the odds are against him. And even as recently as a few hours ago, uh, Donald Trump on his Truth Social reposted something basically alluding to, quote, Democrats want to indict and arrest President Trump. They want a war. Let's give it to them. Is there a concern that this could get violent again? Um, I think any time when you live in the hyperpartisan environment that we have in this country right now, I think people all across the spectrum would always uh, wonder what will this mean as a result of that. And so hopefully uh, the, the prevailing thought here will be to watch this process unfold and to see what happens without anybody uh, taking any steps to sort of elevate it to more than it already is. But it is going to be perceived as something that is extremely partisan and it's going to require everyone just to say, all right, let the process play out here. Charles, I did want to touch base on the upcoming election. We won't have a chance to talk to you before then. Last-minute polling, what do the numbers indicate, and, and how big a day will it be coming up next week? It will. I think the one question I have, since we are seeing record amount of money in this state Supreme Court race, I think our partners over at West Politics now putting it north of $40 million. That's just staggering. It's not only, you know, the, the most expensive race in state history. It's the most expensive race in the country ever. And I think well, I'm wondering, with record uh, sums of money being spent on this, will we see a record voter turnout. Now, the highest voter turnout we had in this election for a state Supreme Court race was back in 2016, and that came just under 2 million. So will we reach 2 million? Other key races here were, you know, 1.2, 1.5. So I'm wondering, and I don't know if anybody can really judge this because I haven't seen any public polling on this, but what kind of voter turnout do we get on a race that both sides say the stakes are high. It is an extremely important race, not only that it's got national attention, but it will have implications here in the state in terms of what the political landscape will mean going forward. So does that motivate 2 million voters, 2.5 million, or around 1.5 million? That's the big question for me. Yeah, opening day in Milwaukee, April 3rd, Election Day, April 4th, a very busy week coming up, and Charles Benson is always on top of it. Appreciate your time tonight, Charles. Thank you so much. You're welcome.